This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 61, Non Sequitur. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? Well, I'm thinking about all the things they do before I close in the condo. But I digress. We'll talk about <laughs> our impressions of Clan Wars and the third pack of the Dominion Cycle in Pursuit of Truth and new Kiwanan fiction. <laughs> Lastly, there's a Hida Sukune um, novella coming. It's called Trail of Shadows, and it comes with Sukune and Kikyo. Yeah, Kikyo is a new piece of crab armor that we're going to get a full art of with that novella. Uh, it it looks here, fairly yeah. interesting. From what I see here, there's no sharing. There's no influence, right? So it's a crab-only conflict card. Uh, that's It's fairly interesting because you have this big, beefy piece this, of armor to, intended to go on a two-cost character. Is this the first ancestral but, attachment in crab? Are there other, Do they have any other ancestrals? Not right, not right now. I don't think so. No, I don't yeah. think so. Nothing because the swords are the only ones that we know about, yeah, right? I don't, I don't think. The, I don't think the they even have a restricted, do they? They've got some restricted stuff. Do they restricted restricted attachments? I think they do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but this one is attached to a unique crab character, ancestral. It's restricted. Attached character gains reaction after you draw a card during a conflict phase in which this character is participating. Your opponent discards one random card from their hand. Yeah, and plus three plus one. Yeah, uh, plus three plus one, yes. It's a two-cost <laughs> attachment. It is big. So he- here's the thing, because I was like, I-, I looked at Sukune, and he's, you know, the alt art looks good. Uh, I think the alt art is better than the original art on the card. Who He came out just a, I don't know if it was Clan Wars or, it wasn't Clan Wars, but it was uh, last recently. Pack. Last yeah, pack, the, last um, two packs. Showed you his duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, for those who are unfamiliar with him, he's a two-cost character who's a, I think he's a one-two. I don't have him in front of me. He's a one-two, but while he's defending, you can draw, take an action to draw a card and then discard a card. So this is, armor is intended to be used for him. But here's the thing, too. Like, I was thinking about other discard and draw abilities. So other other yeah, draw I mean, cards and discard abilities. Because this is basically an earth ring, earth ring. Yeah, right. it's a horrible little trick. Right, yeah. like you draw one, your discard, your opponent discards one at random. I have to admit, I'm very happy to not see like um, limits higher than one per turn because that would be a bit rough. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god! No, no, no. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I look for that really closely. Yeah, like, like, it's there, it's, right? It's no, not it's, there, right? It's uh, <laughs> okay. It's only once per turn. All right, we're good. Yeah. Um, but you can do like Oracle of Stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw two cards, oh, discard yeah, two cards. Oh, and then discard okay. a random card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fun toy right there. <laughs> so yeah. you could do some uh, pretty interesting stuff whenever you're drawing a card, right? Because you because it's just draw a card. Whenever you're drawing cards during the per, per, during a conflict, that's an intriguing one too. And you could put it on somebody that isn't Sukune. Yeah, well, I'm saying an interesting part there as well. But since we're going to talk about, it, I mean, yeah, clan, yeah, yeah. clan wars. There's some fun tricks in multiplayer of handing it off to a buddy to have oh, his yeah. opponent lose a card. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Your yeah, opponent yeah. at that point and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So in clan wars, the opponents are many. Yes. <laughs> right. Multiple. That's that's the whole idea. There, I've already seen a couple of cards uh, on Jigoku from clan wars, even though they're not te- they're not automated. So mm-hmm. people have been playing them against me, saying, "Oh, this isn't automated yet, so we have to do it manually." And I think one of them is like return the offense, which is oh man, I cannot remember. I think it's a political <laughs> duel. Yeah, I yeah, uh, I think it's a political duel. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, Anyways, I've seen I, yeah. some I've seen some clan war stuff popping up, mm-hmm. and then 
I don't know if you guys have looked at how much of you looked at you haven't. Carl, I've, you I've said seen, you I've seen most of the cards from it. I yeah. haven't been able to pick up a copy right now. Moving house and also, right, but right. yeah, um, but yeah, I, I got a good look over it. It's interesting because Reddit was kind of big on this one. It's it's funny to see how many people are all like, I'm not sure multiplayer is going to work. I'm not sure about building decks just for that. But these cards are interesting, you know. And they're, they're right. not wrong. There's a bunch of stuff that's been cool. I'm trying to think what I saw. Um, I think there was an absolutely nutty um, Scorpion Province. I'm trying to think what it was. Come on, Carl. Well, there was the Scorpion the Province from Geisha, the Geisha, from, um, the Geisha House, right? There were there's the Silent Ones Monastery, yeah. which was that one was fr- that's the third pack in the Dominion Cycle. Mm-hmm. That's from the announcement. Yeah. It's the Eminent One, and it says each opponent cannot gain more than two honor each phase. Oh, I might be getting mixed up. Yeah, there is that too. Yes, yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that guy. There was definitely something. There were some fun little toys in in Clan Wars I saw, but I'm going to stop being vague for a second. Well, stop being vague <laughs> on that specific subject. So. But yeah, no, it looks it looks really interesting. I am I am looking forward to giving it a poke. I think the uh, the free for all is going to be the big thing we're 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 intrigued by at the cafe. So really, the free for all? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, do, not not, 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 not team stuff. No, we, we we very often have the three people, the, the three spare. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, okay. two 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 games on one watcher. So yeah, you know, and I think that's going to be the interesting one. I think that's why this this system will be yeah, that's most the intriguing. that's uh, the enlightenment yes. format. Yes, enlightenment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where that's where I think. Most of the well, no, I can't say that because the Enlightenment format has the claimed rings mm-hmm. on on provinces. So the so the the cards that interact with claimed rings, claimed rings on provinces, those are ones for the free for all. Mm-hmm. And then you have some that have support in there, and those are more intended for team conquest, where yep. your your partner, your teammate, can help you play for the cost of the card. Mm-hmm. So the support cards are team conquest leaning, and then the the rings the Claimed rings, province on rings, what have you, or rings on provinces, those are free for all. Yeah, it might be it might be time to try free for all. I think that's I think that's the good commander casual format. The we've we've got we none of us have got anything particular planned. I'm not working on a deck. Let's play three off. Yeah. You know. You Unfortunately know. by the time my juices start start getting royal ro- rolling for L five R, it's Tuesday night and I'm tired from work, so I need to do some <laughs> advanced work on the weekend. You know, like, hey, oh, right, I'm going to build a deck. I can assemble a deck on Wednesday before I go, but I need to put in the mental energy to to con- construct it Same deal. before so, then. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has to be done Sunday night or it won't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. The most interesting thing I've heard about Clan War, so All Out Assault is a lion card. You play it at the beginning of the conflict phase. When it, uh, when players have a chance to declare conflicts, they must declare conflict with as many players as many characters as possible. Oh, hey. Right? So I heard, I was listening to the Meek Informant uh, this past week. They, yay, MI's back. So uh, I was listening to them, and apparently the ruling there is that if this gets played, you have to attack with everyone. Mm-hmm. Where the, unless they, unless. There are restrictions, unless like, it's, yeah, you know, but, dashes or whatever. No, or, no, no, no. Dashes doesn't preclude them from attacking. So if you have. Four people, and one of them has a dash military, mm-hmm. right? And you have the other ones have dash political. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go military. You attack with everybody, and then that dash military person automatically bows and comes home because you must attack with everyone. So apparently that was the, that was the ruling that they had uh, quoted from Tyler. Which is really intriguing, it, it's, yeah. and it's very helpful for Lion. I mean, think about Lion in their current state. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, Linus okay. Howard, we talked about it last time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's intriguing because it must be. I'd love to hit the rules. I can I can kind of see how it's in there. It's one of those implied ones because normally no one would try to attack with a dash character because why? But right. there's nothing <laughs> precluding you from attacking with a dash character. Just if you did, they would be bowed home. Right. So intriguing. Okay. Yeah, I can I can bet that's in there because there isn't anything that says you can't. It just says if one ends up in the conflict, mm-hmm. there's that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the interesting part, um, but in the meantime, the third Dominion pack. Yeah, which is called what is it? In pursuit of truth, was announced. So that was cool. Yeah, it was a really paltry announcement. (laughs) Really, they're holding back on that one. They gave us six cards. Well, like Salto, they give us the whisker, the whisker sneak, which a whole bunch of people want to know about, but we know like a number. Right, 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 right. Well, they gave us six cards, and then they have uh, the numbers of whisker sneak and the numbers of, well, not really the numbers, uh, the scholar of old Rempet. Uh, which unicorn, which yeah. is a unicorn, and we know it's rally. <laughs> That's it's a rally card. There's a little rally. Oh, yeah, you quite right there. It is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's about it. And that's about a lot. We're yeah. looking at we're for those of you who aren't able to see what we're doing right now. We're looking at kind of miniaturized versions because I wanted to get it onto the outline page. So well, it's also it was Doug pop, and Carl straining their eyes. It's popped up as a card spread rather than a um, spoiler. Yeah, image, yeah. So yeah. it's like here you know i've got the yeah. sunlight directly behind so i'm like i'm getting a lot of extra text through this well and and you were talking about ancestral stuff yeah there's the ancestral lion one yeah oh god yeah that, that's yeah, two for two for four military that might actually be m- more stupid than the kikyo oh the one with the name covered up yeah, yeah. attached to a unique lion character ancestral restricted if attached character has the champion trait it gains you may declare an additional military conflict each conflict phase yeah so Two cost for one. It's a two cost HMT. Yeah, attachment with, with that with that bonus mm-hmm. as well. I was going to say um, I, I like I like to look at that and think so. Let go is going neutral, right? With four with four military, like holy moly. Yeah, yeah. I mean the military is one thing, but the, the military is not the big thing though. That um, declaring right. of a military right. is is nutty. So in theory, you could declare four. That well. With HMT, it's possible. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, this yep. is getting dumb. I mean, um, to be fair, the bo- the bodies for that becomes an interesting point. But right, yeah, right, right, like, right, holy right, cow. Right. Well, you'd well, have to just how have many some how many stuff. champion characters does Lion it, have? Yeah, like oh, it's um, it's Totori and Suko. I think that's the two. Yeah, someone was saying the other day. Yeah, Suko. Yeah, so there aren't yeah. there aren't many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's only the two of them. So you build <laughs> you a put deck. Put that on her. And you, she, no, no, no. You you build a deck that has both Totori and Suko in it. Yeah, you've got three copies of this in your deck. Yeah. One on each of them. <laughs> Does the Imperial? Well, these with the HMT. My, my yeah. guess is that this card is also a unique card, right? Oh yeah, we can't because the Kikyo yeah. is a unique one, but yeah. we can't quite confirm that. But my yeah. guess is that it's a unique card. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is the is the Imperial um, Totori still a champion? Uh, he's Imperial. He's yeah, I'm Bushi. Trying think. I'm trying to think. I don't but remember. I don't think he's a yeah. champion. That's good. That, that still keeps numbers down. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Stop stops any clan from running this. And then the Phoenix card, which is not a spell, it's just an event, is study the natural world. And this one is really cool because this one interacts with the double, the, the double elements of the eminent provinces, right? Mm-hmm. During a scholar and uh, during a conflict in which you control an attacking scholar character, of which there aren't too many, but there are some, and they're played fairly regularly, the contested ring gains each of the attacked province's elements. If you win the conflict, you may resolve each of the contested ring's effects. So 
<laughs> yep, that's a thing. That's all you can say about that one. That's like a oh my. Yeah. You know? Can I say resolve like four different rings? Yeah. You know. Well, 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 no, well, you'll only resolve three. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, you <laughs> could go, but here, here you go. How does this interact with Toshi Ranbo? Um, it's non, isn't it? It's um, Toshi Ranbo. Oh, they're all Toshi Ran. Yeah. I think they're all. Toshi Ranbo has that weird symbol that means like four for deck building is treated as the element of belief. But but yeah. they're all elements. But for deck building, it can be any one. Yeah. During gameplay, it's all. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Like, if that's the case, holy shit. Yeah. It'd be a, a comedy thing to play yeah. against. So that's why the eminent domains are what they are, right? So they can be any one of the two during deck building, but then during gameplay, they're both. Oh. Huh. Yeah, that would be a comedy one. Which Jeez. is where recalled defenses, the crab mm. card that just didn't quite work, makes mm. its comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what called defenses? It's like if the ring matches, if the ring, el- if the element of the ring matches the element of the province, or something like that, then yeah. double the strength of the. Yeah, double the strength. I of remember the double the strength. I remember exactly the elements matched up. So yeah, but it just didn't work. Yeah, no, not 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 commonly anyway. No. Yeah, I was going to say there's a fun one here then because you know I'm studying the actual world there. You know the classical. I can take void. I'll just take two stupid void thingies. Yes, mm. you will, and lose all fate from your characters. Yep. You know. It's like, yep. And and it, like yeah, if you went against Toshi Rambo, that'd be pretty awesome. Yoy. Good call, mm-hmm. Doug. That's what I'm going to use it for. Because <laughs> Toshi Rambo might get some play. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still a solid card. That one. Yeah. Have to see with all the with all the craziness of Dynasty stuff coming up. Yeah. And yeah, as we were saying before, um, Silent One's Monastery, which is just a bit monstrous. That one kind of that yeah, one kind of cackles me out. Cannot gain more than two honor each phase. Mm-hmm. So. Or as a friend of mine put it, you can take three or five off to me a turn. Yes. Yes, I can. And then you mm-hmm. can't gain it. You can't. You, can you, only, can't, you can't only. You can only, only heal back two. With yeah. Like so. air, I guess. Yeah. Or some. Oh, but each is it each phase. Each phase. Okay, so I was yeah. going to be like, yeah. okay, honored characters fading out doesn't give you honor. That mm. would suck. Yeah, no, no it's but not But if you have more than yeah. two characters who are honored and are fading out, mm-hmm. you don't gain the additional honor from them fading out. Yep, yep. So Ooh, that's yeah. kind of a limitation, too. Yeah, no, it's a solid card. And for that. five, too, for goodness sake. Nice, nice, uh, nice strength on it. Yeah, you're right. It is strong. Shoot. <laughs> Seems like... Uh, Man alive. Why do scorpions seem <laughs> to get the good cards? Are well, that's kidding? a very passive one, that one there, so, you know. <laughs> Which one of those cards is bad of the last three that we've talked yeah, about? That's yeah, true. that's true. think, you know. The okay, natural so world is probably the weakest of those. Whatever this line. But it could Most have situation. a hell of a punch, yeah. yeah, yeah. Most situations. Whatever this lion attachment is, it, if if the if the uh, lion tower deck continues to be a thing, mm-hmm. that yeah. makes it so much worse. I think it's yeah. even, I think it's, that, the nasty nice thing about it is barely even a, a tower thing. Just a, I have a champion, yay, you know, mm-hmm. card, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, the way I, I, are, th- are there cards that give champion status to anybody? There, there aren't, are there? I don't think so. Not yet, no, not yet. You can give commander status to big people. Right. That's, 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 that's the big, but that's the big lion give, one. Yeah. You can't give champion status. No, to they've, they've been very sensible so far on that front. Um, I, I think well, the joke because got... champion has a very specific meaning. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah, and also, yeah, silly toys. Um, I think we, I think we, you were talking over it before, but I'll reiterate my joke of like looking at the um the sword there for the lion and going so let go is going neutral, right? <laughs> so, I'm sure that one hits home. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, to well, make yeah. a hollow laughing. God, jeez. <laughs> uh, I had a rough. Well, week. there's always hand to hand. I had a yeah, rough week this week playing L5R. So <laughs> on Fridays, my, my schedule on Fridays is mostly so a bit of insight into the teaching profession, at least from my side. 
Like I have students hand in the, my a lot of my learners hand in present. They, they do presentations in class, but before they do those presentations, I have them give me what they're going to do, and I review those. Mm-hmm. And I also complete early reviews of um, submissions on Friday mornings. So Friday mornings is answer email, review all this stuff, answer email one more time, and then I'm out unless there's a fire burning, right? Yeah, yeah totally. So I got I, I finished this whole cycle. I don't know, one thirty, two o'clock yesterday afternoon. Jumped into Jigoku. I had a Caillou wall built. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm itching to play this. I think it'll work. I think it'll work. I based it off kind of a Kravitz thing, put in some more walls. We're good. Nope. 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 There's no goes. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think I lost, I think I lost six games. Yikes. And it was like one of these things. And the reason I lost six games in only a couple hours is because like half an hour into it, they've got three broken provinces. I've exposed two. Right of theirs, I haven't broken a damn thing. I think in those six games, I broke three provinces. Yeah, I mean that's you know? the kicker. It's, not, like, it's not the losing; it's the whole like you know, it's the whole going seven zero down on netrunner thing. Like this is not just a matter of losing the game; it's like the cool. Yeah, the hell was that? It's like you it's know? not even being competitive, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Just... nothing happened. What the heck? So I'm yeah. just looking at this, like, and I think you mentioned this was all triggered because you mentioned let go because I yeah. was playing Dragon Splash with let goes, and there's all these characters in play with all these freaking attachments and i can't draw freaking let go oh yeah and then there was one character i was playing a dragon dragon player who had like six attachments on a one cost to go she to go she acolyte or the, the guy that honors himself when you pay a fate oh yeah and uh i couldn't draw an assassin I had, I had two assassins i had assassinated one early and i couldn't get the other one like i'm drawing for all my life and couldn't get the second yeah, one. Deck. it sucked <laughs> It really it was just a rough afternoon. Yeah. Oh dear. So well, yeah. Deck know. variance is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And uh, yeah. If, if, if we're on the negativity spread, the um, the patch landed for the current MMO I play, and um, as these guys are quite aware, I have a broken bone in my right hand. Yeah. And so basically, right now, that's an athletic injury as far as I'm concerned because my <laughs> uh, I can I can play without it. I'm, the fingers that are working are the ones I used to work a mouse. The simple fact is, I'm just not very quite fast. Yeah. Which in which in a brand new raiding patch is a bit rough. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, really. Oh God. So. I'm 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 wondering. I've been curious. What do you guys think of this wealth of the crane card? Let's have a look at this again. I've had I've gone over this a few this, times. This one yeah. is. Uh, yeah, this guy. See, it's interesting because it's it's cr- it's a weird crane crane staging groundish kind of thing, right? Looking at it a few times, I think my end feeling now is either it's a good reset for a fairly low-cost deck when you're opening is complete crap. It's not even reset. Yeah. It's you put one of those cards in each of your non-stronghold provinces face up. You don't get rid of the cards that are there. Yeah. You know, but, yeah so but, those who serve... Yeah. We know what I'm saying. Like, the idea that, you know, I've got utter shite on the table I'm not going to play. Look at it. This, is, this, this opening flop is crap. So... I'm not going to pay for those. I'm going to pay five. I'm going to assume I want to find a couple of ones that at least gets me in the game. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how you use it turn one. Other than that, what I'm seeing is... I'm down three breaks to two. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to play this for two, refill a bunch of stuff like during like whatever the, the, you know, the, like during the fate phase at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, then when it comes back to Dynasty... You know. Yeah, we're on strongholds. We're on strongholds. Yeah. I pay two to mean, hey, I can defend or break. Yay! Yeah. You know, yeah. It, I think it's rock solid. It's, it's 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 a timing card, but I think it's rock solid. It's something that could turn the tables. 
it, that big five just sets me off. But that's the thing. It isn't. <laughs> well, it gets, yeah, yeah it, it won't ever be five. And eminent. Right? Eminent means it's probably four. If you're running an eminent, if you're running eminent um, cards and provinces, mm-hmm. it's probably mm-hmm. four, mm-hmm. possibly three. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, Talking about the eminent provinces, let, why don't we talk mm. about Crane's eminent province? <laughs> eminent. Uh, air, fire, three strength, Suma. Suma? Uh, each character from played from this province I'm enters get, play I'm gonna, honored. I'm going to get you a higher res printer. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> enters yeah. play honored. Yep. Like, oh, like Voice of Honor isn't on yet. That's all gone. <laughs> but as we were saying before, three cost. Uh, three strength. Three probably. strength, yes. Three shem, which so. is why so, totally the Silent pingable. Ones Monastery at five <laughs> is because just it, insane. Because it's, not, because it's not giving you a freaking character with a plus two to three stat boost when you play it. That's why. All right, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a, that's a hell of... And turning on you know, all, the, all the various stuff, right? You know, voice of thinking and all that. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that's... A, I'm quite glad that's three strength because, oh, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, well you, there you go. Take yeah. eminence. You've got a four cost well for the cra- well for the crane. I mean, and you play, yeah, uh, play, uh, th- play and then those who serve play city of the frog, right? So that's, the two. So that's two. So that's, that's, so that's two eminence. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know. <laughs> oh no, I think that's a that's a hell of a thing. So yeah, um, I like when well for the crane. City of the, Ri- city of the rich frog comes out in the first pack, right? Yes. Uh, uh, next next Friday, right? S- the six. Like no, week after. The, week after the six. Ten days. Ten or thirteen days, as we see here. So yeah, probably ten days by the time you get this. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they'll get it on Sunday. Okay. I'm pretty good about so, getting it say, on ten, twenty-four hours. Ten days, ten, ten hours. days by the time I, I hear this podcast, probably. So <laughs> this tends to yes. be how it goes. Uh, so yeah. you know. so yeah. you're likely gonna play. So yeah, Wealth of the Crane. You're like it's very likely to be played first turn. Uh, it's gonna be played for four because they're gonna have Suma or Suna or whatever that. Whatever your yeah is your printer is screwing up. <laughs> well, I just can't. I can't tell. I I minimized it enough. I minimized it enough. So it's yeah, it's Suma. Well, it's it's, it's, it's Suma. It's Suma or it's Suina. Yeah, Suina, which I don't think it's the, the latter. So you know. so it's so wealth of the crane is going to get played for four turn one, possibly three, depending on how if they there's a second eminent province. Yeah, yeah. But so that so that's an extra. It's an extra four cards that they're going to have that they get to choose. Yeah. So you build the deck towards it. Oh, you use you know it if it's it necessary. You know. You know. I, I, yeah, I don't know if it's a first. You think it's a first turn? I think it's a. I, I think it's a third or fourth I'm turn. Saying, it's a. It's a first turn. You look. It's a first turn if your opening flop is completely unhelpful. Well, but you know. But you don't have any money. Like you, your first turn, you know, you have seven. Yeah. But s- turns two and three, you may go into those turns with ten. But oh, you, completely. Okay, let's yeah. let's say you have a single eminent province. Mm-hmm. That you start playing. You play this first turn as the first player. Uh, that gives you, you get to look at the top 10 cards of your deck and choose four of them to put into your provinces. Great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So now, you know, you shuffle those everything else back in. And then you now have three fate to play amongst eight cards. Yeah. You're getting two, maybe three. Depend, you know, there, there is a possibility for do, you know getting a couple of one drops or a one and a two or something like that out of that flop, but also it gives you it, it gives you more options going into turn two. Yeah, I mean information. Now it's something yeah. that you may not want to play at the very beginning of turn one, but maybe at the end of turn one going into turn two. Yeah, you've played one or two and you go, hold on, let me go do this thing. Yeah, or or you or you play at the very beginning of turn two. Yeah, it's it's after a- after you know you play a single a one drop and then pass. 
Yeah, it's a honestly, it's a card I looked at and go, I could get much more intrigued by clay, playing Crane because the level of control you've got over what the deck is going to produce and your tactics is really high. There. It and is. It is a possibility of creating a Crane Swarm. Yeah. Well, and also. There's nothing in here that says character cards. Bingo. It can be holdings as well. Yeah. And um, and events. Yes. Remember, we've got crazy events coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the big one, right? There's, actually, the one that kills me is, I look at this card and go, yeah, it looks great. It's going to be played. And then what's the uh, neutral one that resets all dynasties again? Uh, season of War. Season of War. Or Season thing. 4 War or yeah, something so, like that. Well, for the crane, yeah, cool. Season of War. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, but that's that's what we need to make this be reasonable. We need a counter to its to yeah. how strong that is. So, Well, in Season of War, it would be a Dynasty card. Yeah. So you would flop it down. So yeah, it so would see be seen. So, see, you, yeah. so if that's on the table, you wouldn't necessarily play this before that's been used. Yeah. But yeah, really interesting. So yeah, yeah Dominion has some wonderful toys. It, yeah, it's, it's, they, it's, 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 they really are, It is right? adding adding a new conflict phase in, basically. The conflict phase in that <laughs> dynasty. You play things back and forth and screw with people, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is good. It's more interactive. It's more uh, interesting. Yeah. And then you have the Asahina Augur, which is a Shugenja Air, two cost, zero, zero, three glory. You may look at face-down cards in your provinces. So you can look th- look at face-down cards in your provinces any time. Mm-hmm. And then an action, choose a card in your provinces, discard the card, limit three times per round. Yeah. Like, nope. No. Yay. Well, no, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. You know. So, yes, so so no, no, yes. The, <laughs> there's another crane character that allows you to uh, look you at... No, no, no. No, 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 yes. There's another crane character that allows you to do that, right? Like, look at look at the face-down stuff, and you can turn one face up. It's It never got played. It's a four-coster. Oh, was it really? No okay. Yeah, you yeah. got me on that one. Yeah. I'm, 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 all I think of is the uh, lion stuff with turning things face up. So. Yeah, I had a gentleman play... It's one of the things that was rough about yesterday's uh, my time on Jigoku yesterday was that I had it seemed like everybody got the nuts against me. <laughs> right? Like one guy was like he had very he was playing Lion Swarm and he just kind of he it didn't work very well at the beginning, didn't work very well. Second turn he's got a few more guys. Third turn he uh gets a staging ground out. There's a staging ground is one of the four. So he plays those who serve and he he uh plays people out and he's staging grounds and one of the cards that he flips is another staging ground <sighs> so then he <laughs> flips two more cards <laughs> after he playing two more cards and he's just like yeah so yeah those who serve isn't broken <laughs> like, yeah well it's really good in lion swarm <laughs> like, oh, I, i'm not sure it's gonna hit the rl but it's really good in lion swarm <laughs> holy crap because uh, he yeah. put out uh, I don't know, and I'm not kidding you when I say this. Nine characters. Yeah, I mean that's you know? that's what the deck's trying to just do. Just insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, uh, for so. a uh, uh, curse, etc. Right. I think because one of them was an Ashigaru Levy, and there were two others in his bin, Oof. so he pulls them out. Yeah. Yeah, that's all all kinds of neat little lion tricks with those who serve. All, all I can think of looking at that is um across the table from you is a gentleman playing a whole lot of Commissar what's his name from from Traxis, right? Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Five yeah. billion Imperial Guardsmen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Broderick War. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, you're like, yeah, now we know how that feels. So right? wait, you so know. wait, at the end of a round on a at a green planet I put two guardsmen into play? <laughs> Every round? Yeah. All the time? Yep. Yeah. Yes. And remarkably- guardsmen are two twos instead of one. 
one once? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fudge. It's like, play, it's like you're playing Ultron from Marvel Champions, I swear. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, to get three different games in there that we're not actually talking about at the moment. Actually, there's a little aside. Since oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, God. I have to say one thing. Yeah. Netrunner. Good. Well, so. well, that was number three. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, so now, like, we've, now we've mentioned every <laughs> of our favorite non, games. Not all 5 r one there in there. Uh, yeah, so, you know. We haven't mentioned that other game, but all right. Um, what, Keyforge. Oh, Keyforge. Well, as it happens, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if, for a little aside, I'm kind of interested to hear you guys' opinion on this. This is a more generic card gamey one, and I'm kind of curious to mm-hmm. see what you think of this and how this kind of thing could edge this over towards could it help L5R any. But a completely brand new type of um, magic product was announced this week. You might have seen the Jumpstart booster packs. No. This is like days old. If, if, if any of you guys follow magic stuff, this was like late Thursday. We found Tell out. us all about it, Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So why it was cool is I looked at it and went, huh, it's kind of like Keyforge. Then I looked at it properly and went, huh, it is, but it's also kind of like Smash Up. What they're releasing is booster packs. They're going to be 20 card packs. They're going to be themed to a, set to a theme. So kind of like a Keyforge deck, you're buying a pack that's a pre-made thing, right? Okay. Except you know what the pre-mades are. You, you, if you if you look into it, all you can see what all the list of things are. There are two two cat themed ones and one goblin one and stuff like this, right? Oh, I and like cats. Yeah. There you go. So what you do with them is you take two of these twenty card boosters and you mix them together to make a deck. So that's the smash up thing. You take two themes, throw two, them together, and to two make a forty, 20 card disc. Okay. To make a forty right. card draft size deck, right? Mm-hmm. So the idea is that. And then you add land from. Land's wherever. included. It's oh, land is already land's in included there. in each pack. Each one has oh. enough land to be half the set you need. Interesting. So the idea is, looking at it, now, if you're not familiar, Wizards of the Coast re- recently said, we're not doing MSRPs. You guys you guys can already organize your price of your magic cards, so you decide what to sell these for. So there is no MSRP for this product. Oh, that's shit. That's been the case for quite a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you're not aware of that, yeah, that's the case. That's why the price, that's, magic prices are remarkably stable, because we haven't had problems with that. We're in this situation where I look at it and go, okay, people are going to sell one of those packs for five bucks a go. So someone can walk into somewhere and go, hey, give me a Keyforge deck, but not. Give me two Jumpstart packs. That's a, that's a deck. Put it together. I can sit down and play this game. Mm-hmm. For 10 bucks. For 10 bucks. I'll put cash on it. And that that is a fantastic little design idea. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's interesting. You get a bit of theme. You don't have the complete, um, you know, the fun bit of Keyforge is being diluted some because Keyforge is the whole, like, I don't know what I'm going to get. In this right. case, you do. Right. You just don't know what it's going to do. Is the fun part? Right. It's a really interesting idea. Well, but that only lasts for about you know five minutes until everybody until because as soon as it, that hits the the street, everyone's going to say you know like it's going to know all the themes and the cards that are included in them and like okay these themes are good these themes are bad so you know you go with these five themes or whatever. As far as we can tell, there is no indication on the pack which theme is in there. Oh, I didn't have that by. impression. You were talking about cats. By. As far as we know, oh, they're okay. still blind by. So it's a so really it's a jump start. But you don't know what you're buying. So when you, you know buy what the that. themes are and what's contained in them. You just don't know what theme you're getting. Exactly. So you have okay. a kind of mini drafting situation. Oh, I've got Cat and Goblin. Never played that before. Cool. Let's try it out. Oh, I've got Cat and Goblin. Yeah. Oh, that so, sucks. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the Keyforge problem. But they're right? the they're the. But it's it's the Keyforge problem, and it's not necessarily the Keyforge problem because each is a unique deck. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but Douglas, I, I tend to agree with Douglas here. Bit is, you know, five minutes after the themes or all the themes are discovered, people will run the mashups and say, okay, 
just like in any card game, the, mm-hmm. the community course, will yeah. have have vetted it and go, okay, these five are better than these five, or whatever the numbers might be. I mean, hell, like I can't play Smash Up with my friend Kelly anymore for for that reason because he looked at the he looked at the cards and said, oh, these these you know we played a couple of games. He's like, okay, these themes are good, these themes are bad, so I'm gonna always gonna play these themes. Oh yeah, I can list you off a few straight away. I've played only played a handful of Smash Up, yeah. but that's also the interesting point there. And there's another sign to it, kind of reinforces where this is going. Um, five hundred of the cards in the set they specifically said are reprints this is a non-standard set it won't make it into regular play mm-hmm. and only th- there's like 37 brand new cards for commander and for eternal only legacy mm-hmm. vintage and commander right okay so as you've said there people will know how to play this really quick there's almost nothing new in it the new stuff is only for the casual formats it's not for the regular community Right. This is entirely a new okay. person pick up and go. Right. It's a really interesting idea. It's a it's a fascinating thing. It's about as hardcore a new player thing as you could put together. Right. I you know, yeah. and, and it's interesting yeah. because I, I thought for once the thought did cross my mind. Maybe I'll play this. But then I think me actually playing magic would short circuit something in my brain i'm in a similar state but <laughs> I, I, like for example recently i tried arena a little bit and quite enjoyed it arena is a good way to go play magic you know just yeah. try it out quickly but i'm quite with you there if i was if i was to go like you know play magic give me four sh- jump start packs yeah i mean cheap enough straightforward fun and interesting you're not you know you're not gonna be getting the because let's be fair here magic is the worst of the ground out min maxed card game situation you can get into mm-hmm. you know magic decks can go no F you, this is all over, I'm pushing into the ground, I'm done. You know, levels of play. That's that's right. it's been right. so mature, that's where it is. So so bringing this back to to L five R, what do you, this jumpstart format it's made a, you think it made me think of all the various attempts we've had. You know, ba- um, battle, battle thingy, for battle um, daimyo, battle box yeah. daimyo. It, may, it gets me around to the classic, like you know, can we have pre-made decks? How how do we introduce people to the game? How much is L five R the other thing? It's the game specifically intended for the grognard who knows everything well, that's in so there. So, how out. well did the uh, intro decks for Thrones work to get new people into the game? Hard to say because it was a corpse at the time. Honestly, well, okay, fair enough. You yeah, know, at, at, least, so, at least at yeah. this area, so, right? So that may not be. So something like that may not really work again. The draft pack idea that we've seen before. It didn't work that well. But yeah. Although although the draft format that we have for L5R is fabulous. Yeah, but there's a thought for you, because this is trying to be a little bit draft. It's sort of sealed deckish, right? right? But it's going mm-hmm. for kind of that draft feel. What if you had, like, you know, a little... There were five five little, randomly talking, 15-card scorpion packs. And you could right. take that, and you could take a little pack that gave you a, a conflict thing. Uh, yeah, did it in a conflict version. You threw them together... And that's what you played. Mm-hmm. Hell, build this as a weird cube thing. Right. You know, here's all your various clans and like 20 card versions of those. And here's all the um, conflict sets you could get that you, pr- that you cube out. Mm-hmm. It could be the interesting way to play the game, period. Right. You know, like a more of a more of a board game version. I, I refer to this a lot. I talk about like um, Magic has a, a five decks in one box, which is a, a game night kit, they call it. Oh, wow. And okay. those five decks are meant to be interesting to play multiplayer. So your friends who don't really play Magic, but they know how to play Magic... Interesting to play multiplayer. Yep. So is that a free-for-all multiplayer? Bingo, yeah, it's Commander, basically. Commander with standard decks. Okay. Um, And it's designed to be... You, you, you got your friends. You guys guys play Marvel Champions a little bit. I play it, like, weekly as a solo thing. So when I come to play with you guys, I go, hey, let's just sit down, get some pre-made decks, go for it. It's playing Magic like that with your friend who knows how to play the card game but doesn't collect and develop. Right. And something like that for L5R... Yeah, because this is this is a good strong game that's probably is deep enough to be played as a Euro board game. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. It's just I, I, I saw that design and went, "Wow, they have been remarkably clever." I like what they're trying there. 
No idea if it's going to work. I'm really intrigued. I was curious to see what you guys thought because mm-hmm. it's it's literally like days old. <clears throat> I it's a fascinating thought. I I, I think L5R and and uh, Team Covenant is actually talking. I haven't listened to the entire cast, but they're talking about how 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 much you have to learn a game to get people invested into it. So like, if mm-hmm. is a high learning curve for a particular game a good thing? Yeah. Because that high learning curve challenges people, and then but then once they're invested, once they've reached that ch- summit, reached that challenge, achieved the the idea that they're understanding the game, then they be they try to optimize their play in mm-hmm. the game, and so that's one thing with L five R. That's I think it's a fairly shallow learning curve for the mechanics of the game, I but then the complexity, the complexity, like the playing it well. Is yeah. See, I would I would say there. I I think I'm moving to in general. The actual game structure, ignoring the cards, the actual game structure of L5R is not particularly hefty. The problem is the moment it encounters a card ability, <laughs> yeah. it skyrockets. Yeah. It absolutely jumps through the sky. Netrunner is much more flat, I think. Netrunner, for example, is a gentle curve up of both how Netrunner is minimally complex in its turn structure it yeah. really is it's it's not very tough at all but how that but the and the cards themselves are about as complex so together mm-hmm. they don't particularly you know there's not there's very you you get you learn to play one netrunner deck and rules wise you can play any netrunner deck right you learn to play any one l5r deck and rules wise you've got a new clan to learn when you come to one yeah oh, how do these yeah, actually yeah, yeah, work? yeah 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 no 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 that's yeah. that's exactly yeah. it like yeah. the structure you know i'm talking about like not, not not choosing a ring choosing a province going 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 optimizing that Right, knowing what to do is fairly clear. Knowing how to do it well is where the complexity comes well, in. Well, how to do it, period. You can look, look at it and go, I want to break that over there. But thinking through the whole, that means I have to play this card here, hold that card, have that guy ready, declare this <laughs> with that ring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. the, the rules of doing that okay, are not complicated. Okay. The process is deep. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. The process. Yeah, the process. The process deep. of yeah. playing the game. Yeah, and that, and that's well, like you say, people people feel like they have to. You know, it's driving a car. It's driving an old school stick shift vehicle. I get the idea that I want to take this thing from this town to this town, not hit things on the way, and um, and not scare my passengers. But actually, doing that <laughs> involves mm-hmm. quite a lot. Yeah. 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 Okay. I get. Hmm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's not as simple as Keyforge, right? It's not as simple yeah, as Keyforge. It's probably well, not as simple so as Magic. Like, but getting to that that upper, but even but even from, expertise. from the start with uh, L5R, I I feel it's the most complex card game probably ever designed. And and so start off. With, I didn't play the original one, but I, well, I would okay. agree. Well, so at this stage, date at this stage, yes, I'd agree. So. Um, I only played the the old game a tiny bit, and even it. If you, uh, remember the few games that I played of it, and granted this is like you know seven years ago, uh, I think it was still even a little simpler than modern L five R is. Okay, a, a little more straightforward, anyways. I mean, it was still a very compl- complex game, uh, but even starting off with two decks and how they and how they work differently, that's, you know, that's a that's that's a lot to to remember mm-hmm. to, to to start with. Yeah. So then you know, you're like, okay, I've got you know dealing with provinces and you know your your field of whatever you have in play and mm-hmm. two two completely different phases, right? Like hundred percently different phases. Yeah. You know, dynasty and conflict have like no connection to each other. In style. So 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 while the the game structure in itself is nowhere near as complex as the game gets once you bring in card effects, mm-hmm. 
it's still a, a very complex game, I think. So <laughs> the thing that Magic has going for it and will always have going for it is it is dead simple. That's and that's one of the it's, it is it it's sort of a, an example of uh, of minimalism of shibui of you know of, of those sorts of ideas in a card game and Richard Garfield is was a genius for you know for coming up with this game you build a deck and what do you do you draw seven cards and then what do I do I spend mana to put out things and then I take those things and mash them into to my opponent. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty brain dead simple and Keyforge is much the same way. Bingo, I was miss exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Keyforge you know, is not very much. It's yeah, it's they're both pretty stripped down games as far as as far as mechanical complexity goes. Yeah, base rule system before cards get involved. Yeah, right. Um, there 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 are a lot of wheels with L five R. So even even if you take out card effects, I think you still have a pretty sizable mountain to climb to get good with L5R. If I can throw a word into your mouth for you, I don't think it's the the game's initially complex. It's initially intimidating. That's the fact. It looks like there's a lot right. to learn. It's an old... It's, right. I go back to the analogy. It's an old school, like, Ford Model T. You mm-hmm. know, you know how you know how this works. It has things that turn the wheels, but you then go. But to do that, there's quite a lot of stuff I have to think about. Mm-hmm. You know, and you think, wow, I'm going to get all this lined up before I even consider what do I want to do. Right. You know, you yeah. know, before I even think about so, this dude here. The, the yeah. reason, and the reason I point this out. So whether you're falling on, you know, whichever whichever opinion you buy the most of of the three of us, and and I'm sure people, all our listeners have their own opinions on this. What we, I think what we can agree on is that the game at some stage is complex, whether it's complex when you sit down to play it immediately or when it's when later on when you get yeah. to, to the game structure, get through the game structure, it becomes more complex. But it's complex at one point. Yeah, no argument. And then it, it never gets simple from there. Mm-hmm. Do we simplify it somehow and kind of boil it down to its essence like Battle Box? Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily draft. Draft isn't necessarily yeah, it's an extra less layer complex. of competition. Yeah. Complex, in fact, yeah. Well, d- extra thinking layer. You know, is there is there something draft removes some complexity? In one is way, that what L five R needs? Right. Well, I would say I would say if I can just take a point there, draft takes out some of the highly tuned competitive interaction and makes it and so you know takes away some of the pressure. Right? right. I drafted the deck. Well, okay, it does what it does. Whatever, go play. But it actually adds in that layer of having to think about what goes in. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. But yes, I'm saying. But you're so, right. So, it's a good but question. but but is yeah. but is some kind of boiled down or stripped down version of L5R something that we need is would that be would that be fair to use as an a door opener mm-hmm. to the larger game taking the the example of what I started with this whole thing the actual jump start packs what i like about those is basically they're following they're following exactly what smash up is going for they're archetypes mm-hmm. do we need a better definition of what the earl, what the base archetypes are here is the Scorpion clan set of cards. Take this base set of cards, go play with them. There are more complex ones and more interesting ones, but here's the base the base core set. No, say, don't that's, don't that's, say core set. Yeah, here's that, the that's archetypal. That's an intro deck ideal. Though, yeah, you know, so exactly so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but make, rather than making it a deck, making it, here's that stuff, add some things on, go play with that. You know, is that is that what we need to do at first to get people to go... Here's a you know a good learning set, of, not weak cards necessarily, just taking out those, taking out some of the MPEs and taking out some of the com- complex ones, because that's what I kind of liked about the Jump Start one is saying you know here's the crab sacrifice stuff and here's the crab don't hit me stuff. Pick okay. one of those, go All run right. with it. All right. Yeah, that's what that that's what that game's doing. And I thought that's a it's a and something because keep in mind here we're talking when I'm talking about Jump Start I'm talking about a card game that has the most obliteratingly large card pool. 
compared right. to anything else in existence. Nothing right. comes close. And so they've done the smart thing of gone, people approach this and go, holy shit, what do I play? Look at this thing. How the hell do I play this? And they've gone, right, here you go. Here's a nice, easy stamp versions of these of how this looks. Here's some cool, fun stuff. Here's some silly things. You know, here's a, a Shugenja Scorpion set, because that sounds cool. Go play with it. Uh, uh, Shugenja mm-hmm. Scorpion, yeah. listen to me. Shugenja <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, Shugenja or Shinobi, Phoenix. Or Shinobi Scorpion. Either of those yeah. would have been far more sensible than what I said. <laughs> go play that. You know, yeah. You know, you know. It's a, it's a, I'm not saying it's absolutely... I'm not looking and going, this is exactly what we need to do. I just thought... That is a good idea. I wonder how well it would work for things that have an even bigger entry problem than Magic does. Okay, so like an intro deck well, or but, the, the yeah. spine um, of an intro deck. Yeah, you know, an introductory pack. Because the game is going to want you to do a certain amount of building anyway. You can't give someone a complete L5R deck and expect them to play the game. Mm-hmm, There's too right. much complexity there but there, itself. So yeah. some, of the, some of the folks in the community, like Chris Podorf and others, have, have, tried, some, have ma- tried to make some inroads into this sort of area before by just you know creating lists that are you know here here are some you know basic beginner decks you know here's one for each clan here mm-hmm. pick one and go and build it and go yeah and we did that we have that on our reddit yeah we did yeah. we have that too I, that it's my mind that we had done that <laughs> wow uh yeah so you know as as the game stands right now maybe that's what we can do really mm-hmm. i mean i suppose there is there is room for a Restrict no, not restricted is a bad word. A stripped down version of L5R where it's just you know, you here's here's a here's a deck list. You build it. It's you know like kind of like the intro decks out of the course that were forty cards or whatever, mm-hmm. or uh, you know thirty cards, and uh, ignore this chunk of rules for now. Yeah, and, and just it'll pick cards that do that itself. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. and so yeah, here here are lists for this version of it. It's a stripped down version that you know lowers the learning curve. Maybe something like that would would work, mm-hmm. but uh, would work for what? So, so that's for, my for getting question. Pe- for getting a new person into the game, like getting their feet yeah. wet into yeah. the IP. Do you th- yeah. and do you think how far do you strip it back so that someone who's 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 excited about that particular version of the game mm-hmm. it moves over to the more I, complex I, version? I think the it's full com- game. It's complexity and power level of cards. I think it's exactly what Magic does. There's a low, long conversation about collectible card games, CCGs in general, where they have actual intentional dross. And those are supposed to lead you towards. There'll, there'll be a bad version, like, say, a bad version of Hida Kasada. It's too expensive, it's a bit weak. And you go, oh, I see what it's doing. Oh, wait, that's the same thing but stronger. And actually, in Magic, what you tend to go is, oh, wait, that's the same thing but stronger. Mm-hmm. And so as you run up through those cards, you get a more, you get to refine the deck towards what you're actually aiming at. It's in, so I think it's that kind of thing. Simpler cards to play... I like to say, not so much the simpler cards, simpler decks, you know, yeah. ar- archetypal stuff. I think, I'm going to throw this out here, and I'm no I'm good at saying these guys here, and I'm also moving house, so this will take a while. I think I'm going to try and make a small deck cube. Exactly what I've said, a small set of pre-done things, and I'll sit down to play with like a, a, a three-for-all, with an enlightenment, and go, right, pick okay. pick a set of four, put them together. Like a, like, like, like a smash-up kind of thing. I'm going to try that and see how it goes. Because I think one of the problems with LFIR as well is we're all deeply into the game. We go to a regular game night for it. We go and play games with people. We're playing Jigoku. That's cool. But that whole thing of going to... I've got a, I've got a whole bunch of friends who could play this game just fine. They're, they're regular gamers. They're not... They're not they ain't dumb. This, the game is well within their range. Right. But they simply can't get past the early hurdle of diving into the lifestyle game. So if I can say to them, let's play this little, um, this little pod cube version of it, see what you think. And I'll guarantee they'll enjoy it in that circumstance. 
because they're not playing my tune. Right, that makes sense. I get to dishonor well, you all the you'll, way down. You have to. Deck. You have to be. You have to construct your card pool very carefully. Exactly. Yeah, completely and, agreed. But I. But I can buy that. The, I can buy the idea that you're trying to get them in, in, them into a game simply so that they realize or they can make a more informed choice about whether or not to get into this lifestyle game. Yeah, exactly. And okay. they, they don't, they, like I said, they that. don't have to have done the Team Covenant thing, which is the Stockholm Syndrome. Well, I've played this game so damn much, it's, it's, I now have to beat it. Right. You know, right? Which is which is part of what they're getting at, the idea that any game like this, if you get in deep enough, will grab you because it's some cost fallacy. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you have a day like I did yesterday on Jigoku, you just go, I don't know what to do. I'm not going to do anything. I don't mm. care. Please shoot me. Yeah. Well, the, the, you, you then <laughs> I've going, had a lot I of those going, days. Like yeah, no, yeah. So you then going, you know what? I'm going to play that fun, silly version with a couple of buddies of mine who are not playing tuned Lion Tower right, decks against right, me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It reminds you why the game's fun, right? Right. You know? So, um, actually, I'm not saying this is a, an absolutely perfect idea. I just found it intriguing. Mm -hmm. so. so, you have you're buying a house right so we're sitting here folks we're sitting here with like i had like 12 hours notice we all had yeah. 12 hours. carl's like yes i can do tomorrow i'm like oh, okay good great otherwise <laughs> i'd probably be sitting there at an l5 across the table for somebody playing l5r because there are four store championships in colorado over the next four weeks i think oh, it might I be you're gonna say today i was like holy crap no, that's a bad organization today the 22nd there's something on the 29th there's something on the 7th there's something on the 14th and there might even be something on the 21st but there's for the four the next four weeks there's a store championship somewhere in Colorado, which is pretty cool. No kidding, holy yeah. cow! You know, uh, total Wizards Chest, Total Escape, and Grand Grand Slam in Loveland is oh, having really? one. Oh really? one. Good for them. Um, and Haunted Game Cafe isn't having one, are they? We are you? got stuff for it. I think we're having that. Um, we're having an existential crisis on organized play, honestly. So okay. They, they, they sent us a box full of um, X-Wing stuff, and we went, but no one's playing that with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's, and that's a huge one Keyforge things. one. Holy cow, the Keyforge Store Champ box is yeah. bloody massive. It's huge. Yeah. Good. We got it, and we're like, it, there's, a, there's a chain dials. Oh, like, wow. chain dials up, up to my eyeballs on the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, all in little packets, unconstructed, ready to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. so like, holy crap. Yeah, cool. no, I was like, wow, that's, that's really nice. They've, yeah. They've. I don't want to go off on this subject here. The main dial is a regular circular piece, yeah, and the rear piece is notched, so you can grip it and turn it properly. Oh, okay. I'm like, all right. Well, fair play. That's beautiful. <laughs> attention to detail. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, holy cow. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Well, and and you know, they've only been making dials for their games for oh, how uh, long? A decade. Twilight <laughs> Imperium the original. Yeah. So, so it's about time they started perfecting that dial. I'm fucking kidding, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the dial science. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, now, turning to something that isn't so isn't so happy is that some news came across. Uh, there was no FFG announcement. Oh, this was on, was no was on a podcast. It was uh, on yeah, live thing, right? Yeah, live stream. Yeah, it was like a live stream cast of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, well, one, yeah, one, one of the it, RPG and I saw ones, it yeah. on a, I saw it on a news piece as well. I saw it on Reddit. Yeah. On, it, but it was that like was from that was from exactly what you were like referring to. They had yeah. confirmed yeah. that. Now, I, I'm going to get this wrong, so Doug, I'll let you take it. Okay, so everybody knows that like, a couple months ago, FFG laid off pretty much their entire RPG department. Yeah, barely even months ago, I think, but yeah. 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 A couple weeks. Whatever. It was like right yeah. before Christmas or whatever. Yeah, uh, so yeah after New Year's. Actually, yeah, yeah, after New yeah, Year's. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Um, the, apparently, the uh, 
you know, it's it's unofficially official that FFG is end of lifing all of their role playing game products. So the so like the the stuff that apparently just came out for the L five R RPG, the Stone. Path of Waves, and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm probably going to be it and then probably the last thing released is probably going to be the Keyforge setting book for genesis right so anything that they've announced they were they were going to release yeah anything just just whatever's been announced and then it's done so that's that's really sucks ass well yeah (laughs) for rpg players right in general it's probably a good sign yeah Yeah. i i wondered i wondered i actually i have everything except for the latest two products for the rpg yeah Mm -hmm. so i i haven't really you know dove into it yet but it's something that I, you know, I played the old rpg and loved it and so i was you know planning to try and you know get a group going of the new one even though you know funky dice and all that bullshit i've i've never been a fan of the symbol dice yeah but, i mean they, yeah. they, they, they the genesis system basically in this they case, work but, yeah. but they're i don't they're, they just they don't do it for me but i was planning to you know i was going to try and get a bunch of friends of mine who are L5R fans going back to the first edition of the RPG to play it. And mm. now it's like, why f- should I bother? Well, yeah. there, is, there is that question of it is complete, as it were, right? You know, I know people who won't play RPGs when they're, when there's new stuff coming out for them. As weird as it sounds. Yeah. They're all, nah, I'm not going to do that. Who the hell knows what the next book will bring in? Screw that. They want to play a set world. Weird <laughs> as it so, sounds. So, yeah, yeah. so you have friends that literally will play, won't play while they're being while the game is being published. I've, encou- I've encountered people who are like, yeah, there's there's too much stuff coming out for it now. Screw that. And so, yeah. but then there's others that won't play if it's not published. If it appears like to be once, dead. It, once it's published, yeah. it's once it's been done. It's, once it's done publishing, they're like, okay, I'm moving on. The I think the thing. conclusion we can reach here is that you can't please anybody. <laughs> you know, is the truth. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. it's, it's RPG is a weird one like that. I know, you know, like there are people who only play um, finished versions of D and D. Yeah, yeah. If you encountered this one, they'll only play a complete set of D and D because they're all who held the next thing might bring in some weird character bit that all all whatever all. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. yeah. Now, so. mind you, I you know being on the Pathfinder treadmill back in the you know early 2010s, you know doing because I was playing Pathfinder Society. I mean that. Was not fun. I mean, yeah, you, you did talk- they release? A, yeah. Did they? You say the treadmill. Did they release a lot of things oh, yeah. regularly? Oh. So, so Pathfinder was jokingly referred to as D and D three point seven five, because classically D and D three point five, the uh, the modified version of three point was the most bloated beast that has ever existed. It, it it pumped out product at a prodigious rate that did nothing to help the game. That you know, the GM would go, "What are you playing again?" Oh, I'm playing such a character who's got this feat from this book, who comes from this one originally, with a multi-class from this one over here, and on and on and on. And it was com- totally unwieldy, like Broke uselessly. As fuck. Is yeah, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Useless beyond any any level of um, complexity. It was absolutely right. mad. And Pathfinder went, "We're going to correct that." We are for about six months, and then they did exactly the same thing. It became uh, Bookfinder. Yeah, Bookfinder. Bookfinder, the role-playing game. What's, what's, uh, what does that mean? Same thing. They just went, here's five billion different things. Here's a new archetypes book. Here's a new thing. No. Here's this. Here's oh, this. Here's oh. this. So part but of the reason they did the second edition was to kind of go, yeah, let's collate this together, shall we? You know, a little let's bit. call it back in. Yeah. And But they're they're possibly going to do the same thing in, under, in second edition eventually. Well, so They, they, they don't they, seem to have learned. So, yeah. Basically, they, um, they had a bunch of, of releases that were these little, like, you know, cheap, soft-bound... They're like, you know, maybe 50 pages or whatever, you know, little things that like, hey, here's some more information on goblins in the world or mm-hmm. you know, of Galarian or here's some more information on 
the trolls or this that anything or here's a here's a faction uh, from one of the nations of galarian just to give you more information about it and those things would have little bits of it would be uh, a lot of fluff and a little bit of you know character options and that sort of thing but those were always we're just going to print this one print run and done and if you get it great if you don't fine and it's it will have it in pdf but, but but because of the community everybody most everybody is a col- has that collectorness, right? So, yeah. so collector vibe to it. In the in in that that D and D three X community, there's there's a, a huge focus on character optimization, having the most optimal build for the game that you're playing. Yeah. So the, there were people out there who would troll through this stuff and you know and and glean the best of it and 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 use it. But the the problem that but those little books weren't the problem. It was the the fact that uh, anything that was put out in hardcover for Pathfinder was considered evergreen. And so, mm. and they would put out uh, somewhere between two and four hardcovers a year. And so, you, and if you're going to GM the game, you need to own those hardcovers. Or yeah. at least at least know what's in them. Yeah. Yeah. The way I would put it is, so, imagine you're running a competitive card game where there are all tart cards released that are limited run, can only be achieved in certain locations, but are functionally different cards. And right. think about the pandemonium that ensues. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, my my interest in this is, and kind of where I was going with this was, what do we think this means? So, L five R the RPG, the L five R IP is a big one. Yeah. And the L five R RPG is a, at least was seen as a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So now, as far as Fantasy Flight Games is concerned, L five R is going to be manif- is going to be made manifest. In novellas, and we talked about the Hida Sukune novella, and the upcoming novels, yeah. yeah, and the upcoming novels, and then the this game. game, yeah, this LCG, is that good? <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna put out. I that, think it, it, it tickles my fear bone a little yeah. bit. I uh, gotta say. say, I think there's two possibilities. One of them moderately positive, and one of them uh, darkly foreboding. <laughs> Indeterm- <laughs> indeterminate, I think is the best thing to say. Okay. I'll, I'll start with the indeterminate one, and I'm uh, I, I'm going to go off on my um, in- industry board game industry rants here. We need to get you oh, like a little intro music yeah, for your I'm board say game. My soap, soap box, soap, soapbox moment. Um, I think all the signs, all the signs point to Asmodee is going to sell FFG. I'm going to put those words out there. You're not the first one to mention. Yeah, them. yeah. All the signs, but it's it, now it's not just the wind blowing; it's the storm is definitely overhead, and the uh, tumbleweeds are screaming past us. Um, I'm not sure what that's going to mean for it. It could be a good thing. It could be a poor thing. You may or may not be aware, for example, that this just just, just this week, Asmodee said, "Hey, we're not supporting replacement parts for any of our games anymore." Yep. Oh right, you have point to go sale, back point to your sale your... only. Yeah. Trust me, retailers are going cool about that yeah um, and, and, that's, that's, and that's before it catches up with the customers um, well that was a that was a big part of uh, from both of these announcements right An, mm-hmm. a align with what we heard of the staffing hits in early january mm-hmm. which is the customer service department and the rpg department got the most impacted were the most impacted mm-hmm. and so having no one return like you can't you can't say call somebody up and say hey give me this token yeah uh, not anymore yeah so no, that's problematic that's, yeah. yeah now I will point out as I said before I think I consider this indeterminate because if you don't follow board game stuff this happens far more than you know if you own a Z-Man game you have bought that from six different companies 
Right. I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. Z-Man might have been on there, but it's like it's gone through so many different um, rotations and styles. I think six mm-hmm. might be an exaggeration, but yeah. Right. It, you have not bought it from one Z-Man, I'll tell you right now. But as far as you're concerned, you, can tell, you just got you your can, Z-Man game. You can yeah. tell from the change in packaging. At, at one particular period, yes. But yeah, if, it, there's every possibility that someone could buy FFG and do a sensible thing, which is like, you guys make good games. We're going to pay to do that. Go make freaking good games, which is what Asmodee did at first. You know, mm-hmm. There's no reason that couldn't happen. But yes, disruption, who knows what might come from about that. Let's not even get into shipping issues from coronavirus and crap like that hitting the game. So, yeah, yeah in indeterminate yeah. future. Yeah. Well, There's and, and the, coronavirus, the coronavirus has hit some of the OP stuff. Yeah, without a yeah. doubt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the other possibility, more on the RPG front, I think this, if L5, if um, L5R, if FFG are smart, whoever's in charge of them, whoever's, whoever is um, overriding <laughs> them, and um, that's still to be determined because yeah, Navarro's replacement has not been named yet. Totally right? so. Yeah, there's another part of the whole disruption. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever is actually make, pulling the strings here, I could see them licensing the RPG part of L5R out to someone else. And if you're in our, if an RPG is right now, a name is springing to mind, and that's Modifius. Modifius is a section of the com- of the um, industry. You? What? Modifius is a section Mo- of the industry Defius. who basically who right now are doing the whole um, licensed if IPs yes. up the yin yang. Yeah, they're doing the FFG. They're they're the FFG of RPGs, like oh, okay. Fallout. Um, God, I can keep doing this for days. Octoon Cthulhu is my Cthulhu. favorite of theirs. Um, they've got the most recent, the most successful current version of Vampire Masquerade um, when it was re released. Yep. Um, God above yeah. Star Trek. I can keep I, if I get the stuff in front of me, I can do this for like four pages. They've right. got everything, they, they, and their stuff is great. Yeah, frankly, their games are good and well produced. I could see that totally see that happen. If FFG is sensible and they want to keep some money from the side of things, they can't afford to make RPGs. Not a problem. License it out. Okay. And I and I, and that happens so often in the and RPG Modifius world. would probably run with it. Yeah, yeah. They've now done I'm not great. sure if they would run with the system as is. Hard to say. They. Oh, which one was it? They took over something and basically kept the previous system while revamping the game. I can't think what it was, and because they they understood that that's what the fans wanted. They it, wanted this is Modifius. Modifius. Yep. Yeah. As as it's spelled as it sounds. Yep. M O D E D I P Modifius. Modifius is the spelling, but okay. Modifius is the pronunciation, okay. I believe. So, yeah. Um, keep an eye on that. That's what I'd say. If you're on the L5R, if you're on the RPG side of L5R, I would not be surprised to find out that's the case because that's kind of mm. kind of yeah. how they run. That would be awesome. Um, I imagine that uh, for anybody out there who's a fan of the Star Wars RPGs, that's bad news because uh, Disney is unlikely to allow the Star Wars RPG license to go to a company that's producing Star Trek. To be relicensed. Well, it's a good one, right? It is. It's interesting. uh, They'll have someone else. I think Disney will have someone else make an RPG. We will find out what happens with it. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, I hadn't yeah. even considered that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I hadn't even considered the what three lines of Star Wars RPGs? One, right. uh, three three branches of the books. same RPG, really. Okay. But, yeah. It's one RPG, but it's various uh, parts of the universe. The, the first three parts were like various areas of the uni- of the of the of the existing universe, and then they started doing stuff for the like the sequel verse kind of stuff mm-hmm. where they where they've extend where they've brought in some of the the, the newer information. To, so so basically, there's like four different sort of sublines ish. Mm. Of the of the Star Wars RPG, okay, okay. Yeah. they're it's, all it's compatible. Actually, it's actually narrative archetypes, basically. It's yeah. okay. Han, Han, Han Solo, the military guy, and Jedi. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty much the three RPGs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, right, cool. It's it's, yeah. it's interesting, and you're, you're you may be right about that about someone like Modifius getting the the license for that, uh, and they do do great work. Yeah, they do great. Now, my point there is, what I would expect is, 
from the size of things going on, from the amount of stuff that's been rolling through, um, I don't have access to the financials, but FFG does not appear to be doing poorly. What we're having here is typical high-level equity company manoeuvring. And that in generally involves the companies involved still making things. So I'm not predicting any, like, L5R disappears. Anything but. Does it get disrupted some? Possibly. But... I think from the ground level of seeing what cards you see, I wouldn't expect much but to change. But you're, you're, you're glossing over a couple of things. Thrones is dead, and, and it's been officially announced as dead. They've said, mm. you know, we're end not going to produce anything more. End of life, end of life yeah. of it. Mm. So there, there's that. And it was sort of kind of on life support for a while anyways. Yeah, it had, had a bad expansion or two. But least, so. the, the end of lifing of Destiny, you know, is something that I think you need to factor into your calculations there. Do you bring this one up? Because Destiny was... Okay, while it wasn't doing great in Colorado, it was doing well in other places mm-hmm. around the country, uh, from what I've heard. So it's... it's And it was... It wasn't... You know, it wasn't like a gangbuster success, but it had a healthy community as far as I understood. So it seems like, to both your points, FFG is strong from what we see. Yeah, probably. But then there's yeah. like little little... There, there are points of worry. Yeah. There's yeah, points yeah. of worry, like that, the destiny going away, right? Yeah. And the discontinuation of RPGs. And so if RPGs, and I don't I don't know if you can shed any light on this, Carl, but if RPGs are just a segment of the gaming community that's just seeing a downturn? Anything no? Anything but, right. but skyrocketing, okay. particularly so, the indies. So, so D&D, is, uh, D&D 5th Edition, which is the current version of the game, has been out since 2014. It is the most popular version of D&D ever. It has outsold every other edition yeah. combined. It is now the most successful RPG in its lifetime, period. It, it's, you know, it's, it's now the yeah. most successful RPG ever. Yeah. 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 It in has sold more years. copies, has drawn more people in. It has really brought role-playing like it's yeah. brought into, the, into the mainstream in a very big way that has never happened before. So there is a ripple effect with that. So people play D&D for all, like it, and start playing it, and then they you know, say, okay, well, I like this role-playing thing. Let's see what else is out here. And so they start branching out a little bit. Okay. So it actually, uh, the, the popularity of D&D has brought the whole RPG you know, industry up a little. Uh, yeah. Industry, RPG sub-segment of the industry up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's gotten more people buying in. You've hit a good point. I don't want to go off on it very quickly here, but very, very quickly. Has D&D done the magic thing to other RPGs? If you're small, it doesn't care. If you're mid-size, like Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, has it taken some of their share away? Is that what FFG have seen coming? Don't know. Interesting question. There's there's a possibility yeah. there. Interesting Maybe. question. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, we didn't get to the fiction, Kuanin, but but we didn't get to. The, we mentioned it in our well, in our teaser. Uh, Doug hasn't read the Kuanin fiction. Oh, we recommend. Yeah. We, I started reading it. I haven't yeah, finished. It, you haven't yeah. finished. It. I'll, I'll give a quick summary. It's cool. I posted on Reddit seconds after reading it when that was. Fucking awesome! So I really enjoyed it. We'll get to that. All right, yeah. All right. yeah, it is. It's cool. My uh, torch for Kwanin still, <laughs> still burns. I don't know. It's brightly. It, this, he's, he's. I don't want to spoil. The, but this, is, this is a good look at him. This yeah, is a good look for him. This it story. Is, so. It is good. He gets his. He gets his druthers. Yeah. Right. I won't go any further than that. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, we'll, we've got. We've I just wonder the, what he looks like <laughs> when he's standing there without long hair. <laughs> right, we see him in his action shot with his short hair. But how, what does he look I'm like? I'm sure someone out him? there is making card art for short-haired Quanin just. <laughs> I think for you. Mean, I think you mean fan art, but yes, you know, yeah, possibly. Yeah. No, 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 I'm sure. It's, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure. There's, there's going to be Shirtless a card. Quanin. <laughs> but um, I would say we've also got the crab one that hit a day or two ago, so we can probably do a three-story 
edition next time we the come crab out, one. Right? No, no, no. The novella got announced. Yeah, the novella. Oh yes, the novella. But it was it was just yeah. a novella. It was I just it an announcement that a book is coming. I mean, right? Fair play. Fair play. Yeah. It wasn't the book itself. Yeah, Doug is still waiting for his Crane novella. <laughs> That's what oh, I yes. thought when I saw that yeah, announcement. No I'm like, "Where's Crane? This yeah. is number five in Crane, no and yeah. who who who's the other one? Crane and Lion. Lion, Lion are the yeah. ones. Oh yeah, the, the two the two archetypes, right? So yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, something good. Something good. I've ne- nearly closed on a condo. How's that? I'll give you the full version <laughs> later. There's, there's the point. The point two five. But once yeah. I have, I'm like, yay. <laughs> yeah. so. When do you close, Carol? Uh, um, either a, either a little under a week or a little over a week. One of the two. Cool. So. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Doug. Well, uh, Genghis Khan was last weekend. Yeah. Here in Denver, and went and had just an absolute blast doing a lot of role playing. What was the cool. uh, turnout like there? Uh, twelve hundred ish. Yeah, good solid. Okay, because we wow, we yeah. used to used to be our anniversary um tradition because uh. it's on the weekend of our anniversary almost always. Mm-hmm. So Jack and I went for a good few years, mm-hmm. and we went to one a few years back, and we were a bit underwhelmed at the time. Mm-hmm. I think they were Come just back. revamping. I think it's got better. Come Sweet. back, worth knowing. That's that. Give it a try. Very worth knowing. Cool. Uh, it, it was good. Uh, listeners, listeners are good. Listeners <laughs> to this podcast are good. I played. You've just been addressed. I played two of them. Uh, oh really? Yesterday, yeah, and they spanked me. <laughs> Pretty completely. So thanks, guys. But they were totally like, "Hey, Tobin, how's it going? Hey, Tobin, how's it going? Love the podcast." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "Yeah, great. Enjoy. Have let's have a good time." And they just, I, I mean, or, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It's were they, did they get the nuts, or did I? Does my deck just really, really suck? And I, like, it's one of those things where I got a flop, and I'm like, "This is not a good flop." And I got another flop. I'm like, "This is not a good flop." I got another flop. I'm like this is not a like nothing. Like I'm not excited about any of these things that I'm yeah. seeing. I'm like, that that, that points to maybe it's your deck. Yeah, yeah. I can see, yeah. I can see the but, mental image I've got now is, "Hi, Tobin, how's it going?" Tarantino <laughs> style, slam the boot on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, so I encountered some listeners yesterday. Played some listeners on Jigoku, and uh, it was it was all very cool. This community is is pretty solid, especially you know online when you can have that degree of um, separation. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, and, and talking about our listeners, thank you very much to our Patreons for their continued support. If you're interested in supporting us, check out patreon.com slash Art of Warcast. Uh, we will be with you. This has been three weeks, I think, since we saw you last. Mm-hmm. Or since we last recorded. I saw you last. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be another three weeks because Carl, yep. as he's mentioned... Moving houses. moving houses. Yeah, so at least that. We'll see. We may end up doing a, uh, even even though I'm nearer to you, we may end up um, shoving a quick Discord one in if we have to. We'll yeah, see yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, but, yeah. but hopefully moving forward, this means that our, you know, the those occasional times when we have the, we couldn't get together, folks, so it's been a month and a half since our last episode will kind of go away. Should be diff- should be should be far yeah. more difficult to, to achieve. To achieve. Yeah, we yes, can do so. a uh, we can do a weeknight thing of all, <laughs> you know, you know, maybe That'd be yeah, fucking maybe. weird. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it would be weird. It would be. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com via Twitter at Art of Forecast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash artofwarcast. Thank you for listening, and remember, honor, honor is the deadliest, deadliest weapon. weapon.
Gesundheit. <laughs> Carl's trying to sneeze. It's not working out too well. <laughs> there we go. 